Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. It is Wednesday. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's January 10th, which also, by the way, how is it already 10 days into the year? I really don't understand time anymore. Like, it just keeps moving in a fashion that feels outside of my consciousness. Like, I feel like every day I'm surprised. Like, wow, how'd we get here? And I don't think it should feel that way. When I was a kid, did it feel that way? I don't know. But as an adult, it definitely feels like time is slipping. Maybe it's just my mortality. But you know what? It's ha- it's National Houseplant Appreciation Day. And for all of us who have houseplants, we definitely know about time slipping because you'd be like, I got to water you again. You're a plant mother too? I am a plant mother. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Supreme, I'm a supernatural woman, okay? I'm connected to all the elements of the universe. The stores, the animals, the soil, okay? Like, it's the whole situation. Definitely have plants, but I know my limits. So my plants are house plants. They don't expect a lot. Okay. They don't expect a lot. Some people really get very like um, ambitious with the house plants. They grow in giant fig plants and all this. I'm like, ooh, I can't do it. I can't show you do my wife. But I do one day. <laughs> she has like a whole house plant situation. What? What? I need pictures. I need pictures because that's a whole that's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I mean, I have plants outside too. I've got some great dahlias. I've got some amazing um, hibiscus, and I have a pink plant. I don't even know what the name of the plant is, but I've had it since two apartments ago. She so I literally, you're she sells her plants. Yes, I'm the plant. Oh, she's, green thumbing yeah, for real. She's, she's a beast. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to wife on the weeds she's pulling them she's making the plants have life and love and we have life and love because we've got a splendid show lined up for you today we're gonna talk about swatting not flies but how a black judge presiding over a trump case experienced swatting at her front door so we're gonna explain to you what that is also, shout out to all my comics because comedian Joe Coy hosted the Golden Globes and folks are saying, your man ain't hit it. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't hit it. They're saying he bombed. Well, we're going to investigate and we're going to give you our two cents. All right. I've also got some advice for my Am I Trippin' segment. I love when you all send me in your questions about like, am I tripping? Because I know sometimes we just don't know. Also, rappers ain't dropping mixtapes no more, but they're dropping podcast episodes. So we're going to discuss Cameron's comments on identifying as black versus African-American. All of this is going down right here at the Amanda Seals Show. You know what to do. Call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And also get in in our group chat topic of the week. All right. Give us a call. We want to know from you. When does being a cheerleader for your partner turn into dimming your own light. 
Like, when is it that, when does that, that transference happen? Because it does happen if you're not careful. Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for some Blackerate news. All right. According to a study published in the journal JAMA Psychiatry, Black children and teens who experience racial discrimination online may develop symptoms related to PTSD. Water is also wet. Mm. One professor said that Black youth witnessing the evidence of harm being done to Black people either by law enforcement or vigilantes can create a sense of helplessness or hopelessness about their future. I feel like that applies to adults too. It's really scary to think that our black youth could be having suicidal thoughts because of racist comments or racist memes or racist messages or racist chat groups that they are being exposed to online. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's You know, the thing about it, Racism is everywhere. Like it's like, and I feel like it's even more concentrated online because if you stumble into the wrong space, like folks is just trying to outdo each other. Yeah. Like that's the thing I see a lot of. Like, it's like, you're not even racist like that. You just like having a competition with this other person right here so that you can just try and say whatever. And when I be hearing the kids on the video games. Yo, the video games off the hook. And, and it's at a young age off the hook. Like you can be playing Roblox and people will be on there talking crazy. It's problematic. And I feel like for parents, um, there's some things that can be considered in trying to combat this, right? Because we're seeing that the rates of suicide for black children is off the meat rack. I mean, Jamal Bowman actually said in my documentary in Amanda We Trust that he actually decided to become a congressperson after the suicide rates began, like started skyrocketing in his school district where he was um, a teacher. And policy has not done anything to like try and help this. So parents, here's some things you can do. One, y'all gotta treat this internet, and this is for everybody, treat the internet like it's the playground. Like it's not an ethereal, like non-existent place. And I know that that's something that we as humans are having to like expand, right? And expound to grasp. For a long time, a lot of us was like, it's the internet, it's not real. It's real. (laughs) Like you're interacting, it's affecting you, so it's real. And I think that for a lot of folks, um, there's a new effort and a new insight that you have to have into how it works if you're gonna be able to protect yourself and your kids. That's yeah. something that is like you have to expand to do, right? How are you with the parental controls, Supreme? Are you on it? Do you, do, are you lazy about it? Do you trust your kids so you don't I'm, feel like it's not I'm, that deep? I'm fair with this. You got to understand, we grew up in a time where the internet wasn't serious. Now people take the internet serious. Right. So, but I feel like I monitor my son, my youngest son enough when he's on the internet to with his time being on the internet to figure mm-hmm. out what he's looking at and what he's you know what he's doing when he's on there so it's just kind of being present like anything else but you know we always have to ask ourselves black people we should care because racism 
is more prevalent than the World Wide Web itself. Mm. The computer needs antivirus software. Baby, so do we. Yes. All right. What are your thoughts on online racism? Hit me up. one 855 amanda 8 Have you been the subject of it? Have your kids? Tell me the story. I want to hear about it and what you did about it. one 855 amanda 8 That's one 262 Up next, what rapper says he identifies as Blacks because Africans don't like him? We will tell you who on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time for some pop culture news. All right, shout out to the whole Harlem uptown. Yeah, you know I mean, we're born. Cameron, <laughs> the Hey Ma rapper. Dip set, dip set, dip set. <laughs> Jewel's dip, dip. <laughs> Santana set, set. It's just yellow hearts and pink diamonds. How'd I get money for this? Don't think rhyming. I got computers puting. <laughs> Lions. <laughs> Uptown, we wear gators. Dead or alive. Lions, tigers, bears. Oh my. It was okay? the time. <laughs> It was a time. <laughs> I really mean that. All right. So anyways, Cam has a very a bold opinion on how he identifies racially and ethnically. Let's listen. Honest with you. I'm be totally honest with you. And I know we got to get back to our topics. We already a few minutes in. Um, I'd rather feel in black than African-American. Because our, our Africans don't even fuck with us. Wow. Because they don't. And Americans do? Well, you're American, Mace. You're, you're born in America. When you go to the Olympics, and when I say yeah. African-American, you go over there, they call us Yankees and all that. They f*** with us, but they, they, we're, not, we're not from the motherland. We're from, the Ameri- we're from America. So I would say I'm a black American. When we go to the Olympics as a country and somebody mm-hmm. black is fighting from the United States, you don't say African-American. Mm-hmm. You say American. You don't even put a color on it. It's an American fighter yeah. fighting a European fighter, or China, China or uh, Japanese or anything. We got to cut it, y'all. We got to stop with the diaspora wars. Like, ultimately, there are so many things that are so obviously shared amongst Black folks from Africa to the Caribbean to South America. Like, all across, all of us have certain levels of connectivity because the reality is that a lot of us did start over there and then we came over here and some of us came down there and now we're still here, right? So let's talk about some of the things that are very similar amongst black folks. Let's just keep it to Harlem. In Harlem (laughs) and black folks in the motherland, all right? One, we all twerk. There's all Uh, versions of twerking. (laughs) Like you look at dances from different tribes throughout Africa and you like, anybody know how to move their hips? Like it's Mm -hmm. a part of the vibe. It's just what it is. You come over here to the States, same. Whether it is the Bay, Harlem, Midwest Swing, or if we're over here, you know, trying to uh, walk it out, uh, walk it out. Everybody, we all doing the same thing. This is different. And we're all doing it to drums. By the way, yeah. Second, braids. We all getting braids, y'all. Like, yeah. Whether it's the motherland or here, we're all getting braids. And you know what? We're getting braids from hair from India. We're not even getting braids. <laughs> <laughs> we all importing the same hair from somewhere. All right. Like, it's what it is. 
three. Whether you over there, you over here, we all love rice and beans and seasonings. Yes. Okay. Common across. I've been places, y'all. Everybody got their own version of a rice and a bean. Whether you getting it in Johannesburg, South Africa, or in Popeye's, there's a rice and a bean situation across the diaspora. We also have to point out, all of us is nice with the athletics. We be running. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is common. I'm sure somebody over there on the whole continent of Africa saw a buddy who jumped over to the stand to get to the judge and was like, that's nothing. Right. <laughs> like, I got that. I could have done that. I could have done that. Like, I'm telling you, we all got bunnies or speed or endurance. Like, it's 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 in the genetics. So at some point, can we just cut it out and, and highlight our similarities versus our differences? And just get moving on the same path. Because like May said, listen, you ain't African, but they don't treat you much better in America as an American. So you might as well identify as your own thing. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Before we get into our 60 second headlines, this last break, we was talking about Cameron. Cameron said he don't identify as African-American. He identifies as black. But truthfully, what does he identify as, Supreme? Dipset, Harlem World all day. Bird. That's it. All of those. That's things. it. Bird Gang. No, Bird Gang is... Uh... Jim Jones. That's Jimmy. That's Jimmy. Okay. 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 There you go. So... <laughs> Jim Jones got upset at me on the internet during uh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, told me man. I was a he told me I was a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Picture Jim Jones telling me I'm a dummy. If you don't get your furry braids out of here. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's time for some 60 second headlines. All right. Pope Francis has called for a universal ban on what he called the despicable practice of surrogate motherhood including the quote-unquote commercialization of pregnancy in an annual speech listing threats to global peace and human dignity. If if worried about the wrong thing was a person. Also, you ain't got an ovary to speak on, so you should not be speaking on an ovary, okay? Mm. Usher, who gets many ovaries worked up, has given up all sugar and alcohol in preparation for his Super Bowl halftime show. He says he wants to give the performance of his life. Wow. I hope he does not. <laughs> I hope he doesn't go into a hypoglycemic situation. You need a little bit of sugar. Okay. Mm. You just need a little. If it's natural, maybe a banana, an apple, because he's going to be a town stomping. All right. And we need all of it. Lisa Bonet, our beloved Denise Huxtable has filed for divorce from one of the finest men to walk the earth, her husband, Jason Momoa. It's official. They've been married since 2017 and separated for 20, for two years. I feel like they were together way longer than She that. got married a long time ago. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, she got married to Lenny Kravitz. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like I've been hearing about her and Jason Momoa for like way longer than 2017. But uh, apparently, you know, Aquaman couldn't keep the marriage afloat. Uh. 
Oh, I saw what you did right there. I saw what you did right there. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, speaking of marriages that didn't quite make it the distance, Teray Hart, who kept her ex-husband's last name, Kevin Hart, mm. announced this week that she will join Cat Williams on the road for his Dark Matter tour. <laughs> I wanted to ask you what you felt about that. Like, what is is that? That's checkmateism is Uh. what it is. (laughs) It's what it is. You know, uh, I, as a cancer, respect pettiness, uh, especially when it doesn't involve violence. That's the best kind. Yeah. So, you know, uh, her pettiness is set up in a fashion that is incredible, but it also means that her set better be up. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, yeah. you better kill on that stage. Yeah. Because if you bomb, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't never get past that. You might not get the kids for Christmas this year. Uh- okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Those are your 60-second headlines, y'all. Up next, why you bringing up old-ish with Kimberly Renee. Listen, laugh, and learn with us. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I love black everything, uh, including black history. And so it's time for us to get into our Why You Bringing Up Old-ish segment. This week, we have Kimberly Renee. She is a storyteller, change maker, and internationally awarded activist, also known as your favorite hidden history hoodlum. <laughs> <laughs> totally made that up on the fly (laughs) (laughs) but we appreciate it we appreciate it and we love alliteration so i'm gonna take the (laughs) with me all right uh and two years ago she was also named woman of the year in georgia by us today okay ga and we are we just started this week on the air in columbus georgia so uh shout out to ga So, Ms. Renee, please inform us. What are we learning about today? We're going to highlight an HBCU that never came to life because of the Yale community. And so many people know, um, and I know that Philadelphia is listening today, Lincoln University was the first degree-granting institution, and Cheney was the first one that was was constructed. Well, back in the 1830s, the organized uh, abolitionist movement was happening, and Black folks were coming together to figure out how can we achieve justice for uh, in education, in labor, legal, etc. And so in 1831, we started the annual convention of the people of color. And so these three white abolitionists joined right in Philadelphia, uh, Mm -hmm. Simeon Jocelyn, Arthur Tappan, and William Lloyd Garrison. And if you don't know William Lloyd Garrison, you should definitely look him up because he was definitely on that Cat Williams energy. So anyway, they proposed a Negro college 
They were like, the black folks, if y'all want to elevate, you need to go to school. And so they brought this idea to the annual convention and the institution was going to be the first of its kind. It was going to be liberal arts and science education for black men, equally funded by blacks and whites, equally led by blacks and whites. And everybody was like, let's do it. They took their idea <laughs> to New Haven and they were like, you know, the people of New Haven are pious. They're friendly. They're generous. They're going to they're going to be down with this. Mm. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's not what happened. Um, they presented the idea September 7th, September 10th, Yale graduate. Dennis Kimberly, the mayor, put together a 13-member committee of mostly Yale leaders and prominent alumni. And they said, um, we don't want these people in mm. our community. So the community came together. They voted 700 to 4. And they wow. decided that um, there would not be an HBCU. And then the first one was built a few years later in Philadelphia, where that meeting, original meeting, was at. And that is your, why you bring it up, old-ish. I think a lot of people have always felt like, oh, the North was less racist, you know? They, that's like a constant kind of thing that we were even told, right? Like in school, like mm -hmm. this idea that like, oh, the South was like really, really bad. The North, they were righteous. They were friendly. They were about it. They were not it. There's a difference between realizing that someone doesn't need to be in chains and then realizing that you don't want them to be your equal. Those are two different things. Mm, mm, mm. Well, there y'all have it. Why are you bringing up O-ish with our favorite hidden history hoodlum, Ms. Kimberly Renee, where can they get more of this knowledge? For sure. You can check me out on Instagram and TikTok at It's Kimberly Renee and my website, KimberlyRenee.com. There y'all have it. We will be right back. We've got more Black Eared News. Tanya Chutkin, the judge overseeing Trump's federal election interference case, appears to be a victim of swatting. What's swatting, Amanda? I'll explain when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. show. I am Amanda Seals and uh, today is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. Shout out to everybody checking out the show. If you're listening for the first time, we are so happy to have you. Remember, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. If you missed any of the shows, if you want to catch up on the shows that you missed previous to today, you can go to wherever you get your podcast, throw in the Amanda Seals show and bam, we right there. All right. <laughs> happy birthday to George Foreman. Did you have a George Foreman grill, Supreme? Of course. I was nice I was on it, too. Say. I was nice <laughs> on it. <laughs> well, happy birthday to George Foreman, who is still caking up off of that Foreman grill. Now, coming up this hour in Black Here News, Tanya Chutkin, the judge overseeing Trump's federal election interference case, appears to have been a victim of swatting. We're going to tell you what that is. Also, comedian Joel Coy. He, uh, yeah, it seems like he bombed at the Golden Globes. But we're going to be the ones to decide ourselves. So we're going to play some clips and let y'all know what we think. Plus, we've got today's Big Up Let's Down. We're going to give you some props for some dopeness, some blows for some dumbness. And uh, all that's coming at you right next on The Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. 
You also should turn into my podcast, Small Doses. Okay, this week we got the side effects of kindness with special guest Yvette Nicole Brown. Right? More Black Urit news next. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's get into some Black Urit news, all right? Police and fire trucks showed up Sunday night at the house of Tanya Chutkin, the federal judge overseeing former President Donald Trump's election interference case after she appeared to be the target of an attempted swatting attack. So swatting, don't get any ideas, is the action or practice of making a prank call to emergency services in an attempt to bring about the dispatch of a large number of armed police officers to a particular address. The police report said that the officers with the Metropolitan Police Department responded to a call just after 10 p.m. that referenced a shooting that occurred Mm. at their location. Apparently, the police determined no shooting took place, and it's unclear from where or whom the call to emergency services originated. I think that's BS. But I do think that this is a very real response that comes out of Trumpism. You know, like, I just don't think it's me But since Donald Trump, you know, went to escalate to president, he didn't just change like policies and the way that America is functioning legislatively. He also changed a cultural energy in this place. Like I feel like trolls trolling and all that type of stuff is just at an all time high. He made it cool to be your worst. He really open the door to that and then on top of that like his support of Fox News and their support and you know people like um, Tucker Carlson and Milos whatever like all these racists like he really elevated their voices and gave people this open door to say like you know what I should be my most racist self he like put a battery in their back but it's yes. still like throwing a stone and hiding at the same time because there's no way you can tell me with all this technology that we have they cannot figure out who made that phone call of course they made that phone, phone call. calls and it's kind of it, it intercedes with um illegal search and seizure because you could have the police run up in anybody's house now because you could just call and say such and such is going on at the house. Now they come in that door with gun blazing a lot of these times. So, yeah, they, they definitely need to do something about all of these type of swatting activities that happen. I just feel like it's very important to acknowledge that he may be like this... Uh character to some people like I think a lot of people still think that he's like oh my gosh like he's so crazy he's so wild but that is not happening in a silo it's not in a vacuum like there's really actual things happening in response to that and it's not just affecting our institutions or our systems it's affecting like civilians right it's not just affecting like the police feeling like they can do more harm you got all these vigilante cases that we're hearing about where civilians are like oh i'm back we back at it like it's it's time to it's white time let's get cracking and that is a result of that of trumpism and you know we always have to ask the question white people should care i mean sorry black people should care because swatting your vote away could get you swatted today don't play okay 
Mm-hmm. Okay, K, 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 K. Oh, careful. <laughs> careful. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Call me and let me know. 1 Amanda 8. That's 1 262 Now, coming up, did comedian Joe Coy bomb as the host of the Golden Globes? We'll be the judge of that. Plus, today's Big Up Let Down. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Let's talk about, uh, I don't really care about the Golden Globes. I don't care who won. I think it's a, a complete BS sham. <laughs> However, I be do caring about jokes, okay? And comedian Joe Coy is being met with criticism after hosting the Golden Globes. Now, he was hired as the host after like a bunch of people turned it down. Chris Rock, Ali Wong, they was like, nah, I'm good. But many are accusing him of one of the worst things that can happen to a comedian bombing also known as just simply not being funny okay now for the record you can still be funny and bomb so i need that to be clear like you can really still be funny but you are in front of a crowd that don't know how to respond to funny that has happened i've seen it happen to others it's happened to me it's just what it is but we still are going to keep our verdict to ourselves let's hear what he has to say first in his monologue because i want to hear if he really was whack because you know i didn't watch this show As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, The big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Sorry about that. Slow down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Ah, or what casting directors call character actor. (laughs) Some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. You're kidding me, right? That's women be shopping. <laughs> Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Here's the thing. First of all, I understand his frustration. You understand that on the show, he's literally saying, like, yo, I didn't write this. <laughs> he threw all the writers under the bus on the show. But I think the truth is, he seems like he was just trying too hard. You know, like, and you can do that when you're hosting sometimes. You, like, overcompensate. It's a whole room full of people. Like, you feel like you got to really sell the joke. You got to sell it. But the reality is that you're in front of a group of people that all take themselves way too seriously. Mm. A lot of them aren't even themselves, right? They're just waiting for the next person to pretend to be because they're like, oh, I don't like me. Or, and they're, like, super duper rich. So, like, your content has to be very particular. 
And I feel like they went to a very generic place with a bunch of people who are just not a generic audience. Uh, but I want to hear what Whoopi had to say because, you know, she's a veteran comic. These gigs, these hosting gigs are brutal. Yeah. They're just brutal. If you don't know the room, if you've not been in these rooms before and you're sort of thrust out there, it's hit or miss. Now, I love Joe Coy. He, to me, makes me just crazy because he's funny. I don't know whether it was the room. I don't know whether it was the jokes. I didn't get to see it. But I do know that he is as good as it gets when it comes to stand-ups. And it is not not an easy gig. Yeah. 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 You know what the other thing is? He's not being himself. Like, it's one yeah. thing to, like, do your jokes, right? But, like, you can tell that, like, he's not doing jokes that are, like, his kind of comedy. It's very, like, I was told to do these, and so I'm doing yeah. this. Yeah. As a DJ, I feel like that's when you play a song and it clears the dance floor. And you have to know your audience in comedy yeah. and DJing. So, yeah. Listen, I DJed a party at a cl- at a, cl- a college one time and I played a Michael Jackson record and they looked at me like, you old bag. <laughs> Get that out of here. <sighs> but you know, I hosted the BET Awards literally in my house um, in 2020 and writing for an award show is also difficult just because you are really writing in a space that people aren't there to laugh. Like, people yeah. are there to try and win something. So you have like anxieties that you're dealing with and outfits, right? And yeah. like people trying to like look cute for the camera. They're not there to really laugh. The one time I remember bombing was I hosted a black and gold event. Oh uh-huh. boy. Oh Your boy. people. <laughs> An alpha black and gold uh, <laughs> um pageant at Syracuse and like I would say maybe three jokes in I was like oh they didn't come to laugh they came for the pageant <laughs> so I let it go I was like I, I ain't going you know y'all ain't gonna put me under the rubble like we just gonna keep this very clear as what we're here to do I am not going to bomb this whole evening but I did bomb for a little bit though I did bomb and for a little bit there you have it that's why Amanda Seals loves the Kappas there we go no <laughs> never <laughs> Never. Never. Well, did y'all watch? How do y'all think he did? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It's time for the big up letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Let down. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to get into today's Big Up Let Down. I'm going to give out some props for some dopeness, some blows for some dumbness. Who's getting the... Big Up, Big Up. Well, it's none other than Queens' own Ja Rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. So, that's right. Relentless confidence and unmitigated gall is getting the big up today because Nike and Tiger Woods announced that they have parted ways. And that was when Ja Rule, from whatever Barca Lounge that he is sitting on in his, I'm sure, Jersey abode, said, you know what? (laughs) This is my time. And he said, hey, Nike, if y'all looking for your new golf sponsorship, look no further. Exit Tiger Woods. Enter 
Tiger Hood. One video showed him using a driver. That's a golf club, okay? It's meant for long-range golfing. The second video showed him flexing his short game on the putting green. Mm-hmm. So Ja Rule explained to us in this situation how he ended up in the fire festival situation because you would have to have all the confidence in the world to believe yeah this scam <laughs> it's not a scam <laughs> this is really gonna happen yeah we can pull this off yeah we got it <laughs> so his relentless and confidence and i made it get a gal gets the big up today's let down goes to nba young boys pull out game Ooh. <laughs> This young man from Baton Rouge, Luzain, has 11 kids with eight different women. So that means at least some of them allowed for him to have children with them more than once. Yeah. Okay. But that's not where we're stopping this. The reason he got the let down is because he recently said in an interview, I'm not really big on fatherhood, to be honest. <laughs> Really? (laughs) Could have fooled me. (laughs) Like, yeah, he said, although me and my children bond a lot, I spend most of my time stuck inside one room. So are the women coming to the one room? How does this keep happening? Get, get, get a vasectomy, please. That's crazy. So you can keep doing what you like to do. Or somebody need to get on the pill. Somebody, please, please. There's 11 babies in this world with somebody saying, I'm not into fatherhood. I just, so that's today's big up letdown. Y'all, we trying to make it. It's 2024. It's 2024. We just getting started. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. Welcome back, y'all. How y'all doing? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals show. Uh, we were talking earlier about how comedian Joe Coy like bombed at the Golden Globes. And let me just tell you though, writing for a award show is not a game. But I had to write for the award show for the BET Awards when I hosted. It was the middle of COVID. And so I was in my house trying to do this on Zoom, but everybody was on the internet at the same time. So there was like no service. (laughs) So I had to get in my car and go like to the bottom of the hill because I lived like in like the hills a little bit. I had to go to the bottom of the hill and do the writer's room every day from the front seat of my car. Wow, dedication. Uh, (laughs) Dedication, like with the phone. My assistant at the time would pull up and give me my food through the window. Wow. Like, it's your lunch. And that was how we wrote the BET Awards 2020. And then an extremely uh, hood was at my home and was paid to help set up the green screen. And the pictures that I have of this are golden. I don't know if I'll ever release them, but baby, anyone who's seen them understands that it is hilarious that this is the situation I was in. Shout out to 2020. (laughs) I will show you. (laughs) I will show you between the breaks. We got more for you right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Today is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. Random fact. Did you know that if you chew gum when you study a subject and then chew the same flavor when you take the test, it can help you remember? Oh, what? Hmm. Wow. You just dropped a gem today. Shout out to the college and high school students. I need to hear the sun. I need to hear the science behind that guy. Yeah, I need to hear the science. That's different. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Coming up this hour though, uh, we got Am I Tripping? Y'all love to write in and give us a scenario where you feel like you don't really know if you're tripping or not. I'm gonna help you figure it out. All right. We also got the Black Pop Quiz. <laughs> it's a Black Pop Quiz, what it is. And uh, we're gonna go to the phone lines. We love to hear from you. So give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I really want y'all to get in on our group chat topic of the week. Now, I don't know if y'all saw that Simone Biles interview with her husband, the football player, Jonathan Owens, but a lot of people, myself included, felt like she was like dimming her light in order to like show him, you know, like respect and love and like just big him up as a cheerleader. But I feel like you should be able to do both. But I would love to hear from y'all. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like cheerleading your partner um, ended up being you like making yourself small? And how did y'all work through that? You know, did you work through it? I want to hear from you. one 855 8 That's one 262 We'll be right back with Am I Trippin' on the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show, everybody. I'm Amanda Seals. Uh, it's time. <laughs> it's time like for Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so the way Am I Tripping works is that when you all follow us on Instagram at Seals Said It, you can DM me and give me a situation that you are having trouble figuring out if you're tripping on. I know sometimes we think maybe I'm in my head. Maybe I'm over being hypersensitive. You know, maybe I'm not being sensitive enough. Well, I want to help you help you. All right. So head on over and DM us at Seal Said It. So let's get into this one. This is from Keisha. Keisha says, hi, Amanda. I need your advice. I'm wondering if I'm tripping. Am I being too sensitive? My best friend was supposed to stop by yesterday, but... She called last minute and says she can't come because she got caught up seeing everyone else. So they're more important than me. 
I'm trying not to take it personal, but at the same time, our relationship is rocky because of a past incident. Okay, we're getting to the bottom of things. Mm. So the effort needs to be there to repair the relationship. Now, she has shown up in other events I hosted, like Friendsgiving, but that was also a last-minute decision to come. She has admitted that she's depressed and it's been hard to go out. So what's the excuse yesterday? Anyway, she said she'll try to come today or another time. All right, well, when we get back, I'm going to let y'all know what I think about this situation, okay? I'm going to think about it. I'm going to ponder it because I want to give some real good, thoughtful advice. So we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it's that last part that gives me the ability to help you figure out if yo tripping, we are in the middle of another am I tripping situation. And earlier this hour, I shared Keisha's letter with you. She wants to know if she's tripping or being too sensitive about her best friend that was supposed to be coming over her house. But she called last minute saying she got caught up with, quote unquote, everyone else. Now, their friendship was already rocky. So, I mean, Keisha feels like she got to start showing up in a real way if we're going to get things okay. But the friend also admitted that she is depressed and it has been hard to go out. So Keisha wants to know, am I tripping? <sighs> um, One thing that I've actually had to like call to my friend's attention is that sometimes when you are like the closest friend, people will think that like you are going to give the most grace and you're going to have like the most understanding. And so they'll like prioritize the other folks because they're like, Oh, I know we good. I don't got to like worry about that. I know we good. Whereas I'm the kind of person where I'm just like, if we the closest friend and you're prioritized, like mm. I, you know, the other folks, I'm going to be like, all right, we'll figure it out. But like, nah, I got to make sure we're good. So there's like a different school of thought there. It's kind of tricky to me when someone says they're depressed, but yet they couldn't come see you because they were seeing so many other people. <laughs> so mm. I'm not sure. <laughs> that feels kind of wild. But then she also said their friendship has been rocky. And so this person needs to repair. I mean, you know, I think the tripping part is not about like you tripping over being sensitive about this friend. But I do think the tripping part can come in the fact that like when people show you what they own, like you got to just either take that or leave it. Like that's really kind of the, the deal to me. Like she's already showing you like that best friend title. And we ain't on that mm. right now. We we on best acquaintances, maybe, you know, we on good friends. But I'm in the you know what? You also talking to somebody who's like in an I am in the uh, season of giving space. <laughs> it's interesting to me to hear situations like this, because to me, women's friendships are so much more serious and present than men's friendships. Like as long as you're not doing anything shady to me, we good. I wouldn't even have, okay, he didn't come over here. All right, I'll catch him next time. Women, they considering all of that. So, you know, it's just interesting the dynamic on how serious that, you know, women's friendships mean so much more than men. Because I remember I had an ex and like all of her friends were calling her asking for advice and they would be having these long Ayana type situated conversations. And I'm like, I'm sitting here like, they coming to her for advice? Like, she don't even have her own stuff together. So, yeah. I think what you're describing is sisterhood. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And community. (laughs) And I think that 
men would really benefit from building that amongst themselves in a deeper way. They don't have deep friendships. Okay. They have homeships, right? Okay. Like they have homies that they know they can trust if they get locked up, right? Mm. Like they have homies they can trust like, okay, if we gonna scrap, I know this one got my back. Like they have homies they can trust. Like if yeah. I need a couple of dollars, like he gonna hold me down. Yeah. They have homies they can trust. It's like, yo, if my if my wife is hit with him, I don't gotta worry that he gonna try and holler at my wife. Yeah. But, but <laughs> if you're depressed, a lot of brothers do not have a brother that they feel yeah. comfortable talking to right. about their depression. You're right. You're right. You're right. I have two friends that I can talk to about serious issues. You are a rarity. Yeah. That I have never, I have never dated somebody that had real friends. Mm. And it reflected in our relationship. Ooh. Because I would be able to talk to my real friends to work through stuff before I had to work through it with him. Mm. So there would be times where I'm like, am I being emotional? Am I being extra? And I can talk to like real people who will give me some context. Right. And so now I'm not coming to the situation wow. just off rip. Wow. wow. Whereas he didn't have that outlet. Wow. <laughs> things I learned today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying like what you're talking about a lot of times is not them necessarily coming to her for advice, but a lot of times it's you coming to somebody that you can trust to get it out of your head so mm. you can hear it out loud okay, and like parse through it. And then if the other person gives you some good stuff, you take it. If not, you like, all right, I'm good. You mm. know, and you let that go. So do I think you're tripping? I think a little bit in the sense that when people show you what's up, take it, leave it, address it, or nah. Those are your options. And then life goes on. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right. All right, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into a Black Pop Quiz. TJ has stepped on the mic to administer... Proctor today's. I'm still going by exam. Professor Supreme. I, I like that. <laughs> but, but you're the student today. You're, you're the student today, Supreme. And hopefully you've been studying. Hilarious. That man said the position changed, but the name didn't. The name did not. All right. Let's see. How we doing? What's we doing today on today's block quiz? Okay, hopefully you have been paying attention to what's going on and and popular culture and the news. So we're just going to jump right in and we'll see. And Professor Supreme, if you don't win, I'm going to talk about you, Professor. Okay. (laughs) First question. A total of 22 states raised their minimum wage this week. 
which state now has the highest minimum wage? California. I'll give you. No. <laughs> we I'll have go multiple ahead. Choice? I'll oh, give you multiple okay. choice. Okay. Washington, Oregon, Colorado, or Florida? Oregon. I'm going to go with uh, Washington. Professor Supreme for the win on that. Oh! All right, all right, all the right. Highest, so I'll break it down real quick. The highest state minimum wage in 2024 is Washington State at $16.28. Interesting. I thought it was higher than that. Okay. $16.28. Denzel Washington training day. Like, you punk mother. Mm. <laughs> Spot the pigeons. Spot the pigeons. <laughs> All right. It's cool. Okay. You know what? I'm a benevolent. I'm a benevolent soul. I'm a benevolent soul. So, you know, we had to give you one. You got one, Supreme. Okay. So, question number two Which state was sued by the Biden administration oh, last week? over a controversial immigration law. And I've got multiple choice for you. Was it Texas? Yes. California? New Mexico? Or Arizona? Texas! Texas! Ding, 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 ding. The Biden administration sued Texas over its immigration law that gives local law enforcement the authority to arrest migrants, arguing that the state cannot run its own immigration system. You know what? This is kind of trippy, though, because he's been playing some backdoor politics. Like he basically was saying like two weeks ago that he would be willing to support this law and the other laws that they want to implement in Texas to basically just shut down the border altogether and not let anybody Mm. in for asylum reasons or whatever. He said to the Republicans, like, yeah, I will be willing to like do that if y'all will give me the money to give to Israel. And he Mm. has from the beginning been like, a, a whole different kind of person on immigration. So it's just, you know, interesting how they just, you know, switch sides. We talked about Cameron earlier. Yeah. Your whole crew switch <laughs> sides. I come through, they be like, hey, Cam. Rise. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number three. And this is another multiple choice. What percentage of U.S. adults have received the latest COVID 19 vaccine? The latest one. Is it 2%, 19%, 43%, or 87% of U.S. adults? I'm going to go with... It um, might be two. I'm going go with 19. Oh, wow. Professor Supreme for the win. Look at that. Look at that. You know what? I'm glad you're right. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the, pe- the, the pessimist and say two, because 19... Know, where did you eat? I, I you don't know even what? know. You know why I knew it wasn't too? Because a lot of older people stay. I know, like, my parents, they stay up on that vaccination. Oh, really? Oh, so, okay. yeah. They Good be for them. Like, oh, I got to go. Good for them. Yeah, I yeah. need to go. I need. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to go and re-up. Yeah. So it's 19% of U.S. adults and 8% of children have gotten the latest COVID-19 vaccine. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Was that our now last question? Was, oh. Now, we have one more if you want one. You want one more? Well, that's why not. Let me give the opportunity to Ty. Okay. To myself. And this one is this one is actually a really easy one today. Which university is in search of a new president following a Harvard University controversy? Oh yes. Ding ding ding. ding. Gay. I will say though that you are a noteworthy opponent. Okay. Smart money in black. I need that one. (laughs) Smart money in black. 
<laughs> a mess. Y'all, we are here at the Amanda Seal Show, and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine. Yes, it is time to listen, laugh, and learn and level up your vocabulary with today's word of the day. Okay, if you don't know this word, we're going to fight. So I just want to put that out there. All right, so get ready to knuckle up, buckle up. (laughs) All right, (laughs) pressure. The word is arduous. Arduous, that means um, focused, um, focused... Uh, I'm stretching. I'm cracking oh, my knuckles. Man, I'm gonna have to duck. I'm gonna have to run like Jonathan Majors. <laughs> <laughs> Arduous Ooh. means disciplined. Um, no, no. I'm, I'm dancing around it. I, I <laughs> use it in a sentence. Not you dancing around it. like me in the ring. I'm dancing. Around <laughs> yeah. Let, let me use it in a sentence before I give up. Okay. Um. Whew, getting people. To see the benefit of voting is an arduous task. Difficult. Difficult. There you go. There yes. Yeah. Difficult or strenuous. Yes. You know, like it's just, it's arduous. Ugh. It's just, yes. ugh. Stress. Stress. Man, a bob and weave. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to date in 2024 is an arduous task. That's why I'm in the house. I'm in the house, so I'm not going to get COVID and I'm not going to get a date. Uh. (laughs) That's basically what's going on out here in these parts around here. All right. Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. And we're going to hit you with some 60 second headlines. Plus, we got your big up let down. All that's coming at you. Remember, we love to hear from you. So give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And, you know, just like we just did the vocabulary, I love to learn and I'd love to learn what y'all have learned. So when we on Fridays do things I learned this week, I want to include stuff that you all have learned. So call me up and share. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I feel so fortunate to have like a really smart audience. So let's make each other smarter. Smarter. All right. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time for another edition of Politicians Say the Darnest Things. All right. So Donald extended condolences. That's in quotes. Following a school shooting in Iowa last week, it left one dead and seven wounded. Before urging supporters to move forward, I know you're like, that's not possible that that happened. Yes. Here's the audio. I want to send our support and our deepest sympathies to the victims and families touched by the terrible school shooting yesterday in Perry, Iowa. To the entire community, we love you, we pray for you, and we ask God to heal and comfort really the whole the whole state and the pain. The pain that you have this is something that's very unique to your state. Uh, we're 
really with you uh, as much as anybody can be. It's a very terrible thing that happened. And uh, it's just horrible to see that happening. That's just horrible. So surprising to see it here. But uh, we'll have to get over it. We have to move forward. We have to move forward. It's funny, but it's not. It's exactly. Funny, it's not. It's like once you realize what he's actually saying, you're like, wait, this isn't funny. But also, like, bruh, he, it's scary to me when, like, you only know how to give condolences if it's written in a script. Yeah, he's, um, he's a different type of guy. I don't know whether the credit with him just being, you know, out of touch with anyone else other than himself or being old school New York where they really don't, you know. <laughs> don't put that on my city. Don't put that uh, on New York, yo. Come on, fam. Because I could hear that's camera saying something like that. <laughs> yeah, but camera is like Trump. Like, they're like narcissists. Yeah. Like, that's not a New York thing, no. That's just like a narcissist thing. I mean, and you talking to somebody who who love a cam rap, but I mean, he ain't never been known for like his compassion. Empathy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could see, you know, you know who actually has compassion and empathy? Joel Santana's brother. Okay. <laughs> like, when I first moved to Harlem, Joel's brother, uh, my homeboy, like, was from the neighborhood. He told Joel's brother, like, yo, look out for her. And from that day forward, anytime I saw Twin, he'd be like, yo, you good? Oh, okay, yeah. Any, anybody <laughs> anybody bothering you? Like, what's, you know, let me just let you know. And then one time I remember I, ran, I remember running into him and he was like, yo, you want to go to get go to the Dominican spot? It's right here. And like, you know, you never know where people are coming from. See, that man was not trying to holler at me. That man fed me rice, beans, and chicken and went on nice, his way. <laughs> nice, nice, <laughs> like, nice. Yeah, so, we can't put that on New York. So you yeah, can't. Because can, you know can. what? New it's Yorkers so, so. is not going to let you carry a stroller up the stairs. Yeah. But Donald Trump will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then tell you, get over it. <laughs> <sighs> well, there you have it. That's your politician say the darndest things for today. Maybe tomorrow we'll get surprised and someone will say something smart. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to cross my fingers for it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Thank you for joining us this Wednesday. We covered so many things. We talked about black children getting PTSD and suicide symptoms because of the racism they're facing online. We talked about Tanya Chutkin, who is the black judge presiding over Donald Trump's case and the racism she's facing with the police coming to her door because of people sending them to her door. Just a side note, I just want to make it clear that anytime you create a situation where black people have to meet with the police, you're creating danger and violence. So it's not just a prank to swat somebody. Like, it's actual danger. All right. We also talked about comedian Joe Coy. Did he bomb at the Golden Globes? Well, we gave you our verdict. And uh, we talked about some other things. We had some good advice given on Am I Trippin'? Even even Supreme had an epiphany during Am I Trippin'? Yes, so, I did. So, you know, we love that. We love that. So we got all of that going down right here at the Amanda Seal Show. If you missed any of it, make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcasts, all right? Now, tomorrow, we're going to be uh, speaking on some group chats because it's group chat Thursday. <laughs> and it's going to be a good one because we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about sex. And y'all know y'all love hearing people talk about that, okay? Should sex be an automatic thing? That's a thing that people want to know about. 
we're going to get into it. Also, Kevin Hart, his ex-wife, Tori Hart, she's joining Cat Williams on his Dark Matter comedy tour. Does this matter? Is this petty? Is this a great idea? Are there rules after a divorce? Did she break them? We're going to get into it. And more coming up on Group Chat Thursday right here on The Amanda Seals Show. Everybody, remember, we are each other's business. And if you want to come see me in Chicago next week, then you need to go, go and get your tickets at amandaseals.com. All right? I want to see y'all there laughing with a fist in the air. So make sure you do that. We'll be right back tomorrow with The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.